Welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand, where we celebrate the triumphs of people who have overcome their own life's challenges and made our world better. People who have taken life's lemons and made lemonade. I am Heidi, your host. Thank you for joining me. Rana Lee, welcome to the Lemonade Stand. Super happy to talk to you. So tell me three things about yourself. Well, I'm happily married, uh, 19 and a half years to my sweetheart that I waited a long time for. And we have three teenage children that live with us. And so we're having all kinds of fun. The terrific teens, yay. And also I love to go walking in the neighborhood and meet the neighbors and, and talk and visit. And I love people, love music, love to sing, dance and play the piano. Wow, I love that. Multi-talented. That's great. Well, thank you for sharing that. So you got to tell me your lemon to lemonade story. Tell me why you do what you do. Okay, so I've always been encouraged to try new things, to make myself do hard things. I remember my parents saying, and so when the opportunity came up to go snow skiing, I took my friends up on it and I borrowed ski equipment and I went night skiing and I had never been before. And I don't remember getting any pointers of what to do. And so as I got on the lift, they helped me and I just, I went up and I didn't even know when to get off or how. And I started going back around and they stopped the lift and so, and so finally I got off and the, the one uh, friend, he helped me a bit, uh, know how to, to start skiing with the, the snow plow move. And I could, I could do that and I got going, but then I didn't know how to stop or turn or anything like that. And I was afraid because it was like dark and I'm like, wow, if I keep going, I'm going to go off the cliff. I'm going to crash into a tree. I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to die. And so I would just fall on purpose. And then somebody would help me back up. And my friends that I came with, they wanted to ski. So they all left me to practice. And here I am alone. And I'm like, ah, I was afraid of getting injured. My mom had always warned me, be careful. You don't want to break a leg or something. So that was, I was already afraid of getting hurt and being new and in the dark and uh, no one to stay there with me to, to teach me. It was scary. After three times of being helped up and skiing a few feet and then falling, I just sat there and I gave up and I'm like, this is too much. This is too scary. I am done. And I just sat on that mountain and was satisfied with staying there. People would come, ski by me, ride the lift, come back. I was still sitting there. Finally, the ski patrol came and helped me up. And he skied backward and held my hands and I skied frontward. And I was so scared. It was so hard for me to trust that person, that he would get me down the mountain safely. I was traumatized. It was dark. I didn't know what I was doing. And 
the ski patrol helped me down and I was so glad to get to the end of that mountain to take off my skis and sit in the lodge. Oh, I was safe. Never again, never again. Yeah, and I thought, okay, at least I can say I've tried it. I like to try new things to say I've tried it and experienced it. So then I can relate to others when they're talking about it. And who knows, maybe I'll learn to like that thing. I thought I resolved that was enough. Once was enough for me. But 19 years later, my husband was deciding, hey, let's go ski with the kids. I want to teach them. And he had been a skier for, oh, since high school. He was good at it and he loved it. He wanted to teach our three children how to ski, to enjoy it like he did. And I thought, oh, I remember how awful that was. I don't want to do it. I did not have a desire. Thought, why put myself through that trauma again? And then I thought, I remember how my parents were always willing to do things with the family. And I thought, I want to experience this with the children. I want to do it as a family. So that desire overrode my fears. I got the boots, the equipment that I needed, and we prepared to go skiing. Just at home, I remember the anxiety, just thinking of going up on the mountain again. And it was hard. It was really hard. But my determination to to learn that and experience it was greater. So I trusted my husband to take me on that snow-covered mountain and help me. And on the beginner's hill, it took me an hour and a half to get down because I was so afraid of getting hurt. I didn't trust. I didn't know what I was doing and how to control the skis myself and where I was going, but I would trust my husband to teach me how to go from one spot to another, traverse it like a zigzag. And I did that. And I learned. A couple of friends show me. And finally, I got tired of them telling me what to do and feeling like I didn't know what to do, that I was determined to just do it. And so then I went away from them and, and went out and did that. And I skied back and forth, back and forth. And I learned that I could do it and I didn't need to be afraid. And several years I stayed on that beginner hill feeling safe and I knew what to do. And as my children learned, they went up higher to steeper terrain and I stayed on that beginner hill. I eventually went up higher and I fell and got hurt. I cracked a rib and it was painful, painful. I had to have the ski patrol help me down. But two weeks after that, I was back on the mountain, burning pain and all. And I went down the beginner hill one more time. I hired two different teachers, made a world of difference shifted the way I thought about myself and skiing, taught me the basics, 
somebody I was not emotionally involved with, that an outsider that, that really helped break down the basics of skiing, I was able to dig in my edges, what they call. So you have more control on the mountain and you can actually go where you want to go and be safe in doing it. It was just so liberating, so empowering when I learned how to dig in my edges and how to focus forward to where I wanted to go instead of looking down and trusting that I could do it, trusting my teacher and then doing what he said and what she said. And then trusting my husband again, and he took me to higher ground with him. I experienced so much beauty, peace, and confidence, and love than I ever had before because I learned to trust. I hired help. I was determined. I practiced. And in the process of learning to snow ski, I learned to live life with more confidence and acceptance and gratitude, patience and trust and tolerance for myself and my fellow travelers. I used to think that people were bad and they had to fix it for me and that they did me wrong. But that wasn't true. I was doing me wrong by the way I was thinking about myself and my abilities. And now I know I'm in charge and I can do anything I want to do. And now I can go from the very top where there's the highest lift and I have skied successfully down from the top to the bottom of that mountain at Snow Basin Ski Resort. And that is a miracle. That is a miracle, shifting my mind and my heart and practicing over and over again. And that has flowed over into my life, how I believe about myself and my family and everybody else on this journey of life, that it's a good thing and that you are good, and that everybody else is good. And we're learning and when we know who we really are and what we're capable of doing, the sky's the limit. And the truth is that you deserve more happiness, hope, abundance of everything good. Myself as a life coach, I help people see the greatness that's within them and what they are capable of, which is anything they want to do. I help them find the confidence, the belief and the attitude, the mindset to accomplish the goals that they really want. Because the truth is that they can have anything they want, be anything they want to, and do anything they want. And it's awesome. The book I'm writing called Growl at the Mountain illustrates this story and gives certain steps and life lessons I learned along the way. The one teacher told me, you might have to growl at this part of the mountain. And I didn't know it was part of a black diamond. I got down that by literally growling out loud. And uh, that's how I take life on with determination, 
I dig in my edges and I focus. I know where I want to go and I do it one step at a time. I see myself succeeding and I believe it. I ask God for help and others and I, I learn as I go and I actually do it. I've done a lot of things in my middle age. I learned to water ski at age 50. I'm writing this book. I've jumped off cliffs into the, the lake. I, I mean, I'm just like things I would never, ever do. I've gone to retreats with people I don't know and made them my friends. I'm writing this book and publishing it soon to help inspire others. Tell them you don't have to have these limiting beliefs that you can let them go and be free to be your authentic self and tap into that power to do what you want to do. And this book illustrates that. And I mentor people one-on-one -on -one and help them find the greatness within them. And it's so exciting. It's so fulfilling for me to see the hope that comes to them in their eyes and the relief that they don't have to suffer and they don't have to be scared. They have all the support that they need right around them. So I just love this. I love speaking and sharing these things and, and helping people uh, find more success themselves. So thank you for letting me share this, Heidi. Oh, perfect. That was perfect. The key is just believing you deserve it and that, uh, that God wants you to be happy and he's happy when you're happy. I mean, the epiphany I had up on that mountain that God wants me to have all of this beauty just hit me with such power. And I would not have experienced that if I had not trusted my husband to take me up there. And uh, if I had not hired those teachers to teach me the skills so that I could do it. And my husband says, you ought to write a book on all these things you're telling me along the way. And so I says, okay, I will. And I record life lessons while I'm up there and uh, just talk right into the camera. The triumph story is that I tried and I learned to snow ski and now I love to snow ski and I'll go by myself from being traumatized to never wanting to do it and uh, to actually learning to love it and enjoy it and know that I can do anything that I want to do. And so I just tell everybody, you know what, you can do it too. You really can do hard things. I love that. That's super great. <laughs> I think, I don't, I don't know why you would try again. What, what made you decide after having a traumatizing experience? Most people stay away from stuff that's traumatizing. So why would you be like, it's been 19 years. Let's try again. Right. Well, the, uh, the great example of my parents is they uh, have always uh, been supportive of the family and wanted to build a strong family unit and great memories and to be connected one with another, support one another and just be there for each other. And, and so when my husband wanted to take that up and teach our kids, I'm like, I'm going to jump on board with this. I want to be that good supportive wife and mother. I want to know what's going on. I want to be a part of 
their lives and experiences with them. I have some drive in me that I just want to, uh, to conquer and do hard things. And uh, so I guess it was the motive to, uh, to be with the family and have that as a fun family activity together. Oh, that's great. That is a good motive. I like that where you're just like, you know what? I don't want to be left in the dust either. So I'm going to learn how to do this so I can be with my family. I think that's great. It's awesome. Thank you. I have to tell you, so I'm about to publish a book called Growl at the Mountain. And this is my story of snow skiing. The mentor that I was working with uh, writing this, she said, you know what? You were actually afraid to live life. And I thought, wow, I guess I was. And so another story is that I used to love to be alone where I felt safe growing up as a teen. And, uh, and now, as I mentioned before, I love to go walking in my neighborhood and talking to anybody that will give me the time of day. So I've learned to love myself and others so much more. And it's just so liberating. It was a lonely place to be alone like that um, and to be afraid of people hurting me. And now I know that I am good and that people are good and I don't have to be afraid. I moved from one home to another just over a year ago. That was a huge success story and learning just because it's uh, new doesn't mean it's wrong. Just because it's comfortable doesn't make it right or that I have to stay there, that I can progress and move up and learn to love it. And so I just, uh, in this book, I inspire others how to just let their true self out and how to embrace life with joy and acceptance and actually enjoy the journey. And so even moving here, that was a success story from I don't know if it was a lemon, but it was, uh, this is even better. Where I'm at is even sweeter. And there's more opportunities. Uh, I've gained more confidence. Uh, I've gained oh, more flexibility, more friends. And so it's just like so awesome getting out of your comfort zone and getting in to the uncomfortable because actually that's more fulfilling. And then it becomes comfortable. And actually, I can see more, do more, and be more. And I feel more powerful and confident and happy now than I ever have before. And it's an awesome journey. And anybody can have it. That's great. Great advice. I love that. But you do have to get uncomfortable before you can learn something new, right? You can't, you can't learn it while you're in the same state. So I love that. That's great advice. Just a few years ago, I was in a class and the, the teacher suggested that we, uh, we make a, a short video to introduce ourselves. And this was just for the class members to watch. And I was so terrified to do that. I'm like, oh, I've never done this. And so I had somebody record just the introduction of who I am and what I do or have done. And, uh, and when I got through recording that and I'm just like, it's done, I got through with it. Ah, and I was like, I'm still alive, you know? And it was so traumatic. And now 
I'm able to record and post videos on Facebook. And it's like, I know that my good is good enough and that the special gifts that God has given me are what he needs for me to use to help people. And that's why I am a life coach and a mentor, a public speaker, because I love inspiring people and just helping them to just get rid of these limiting beliefs that they can't do it, that they're not good enough, that they don't deserve it just because they haven't done it or grew up one way. And I just love seeing the hope in people's eyes and the relief after working with me one-on-one. I give them hope that they can actually do these things, that they have all the support they need around them and within them. There is greatness and power within each person to rise above any opposition. And so as I mentor people, I help them realize this and give them tools, different ways of looking at themselves and life, different things that they can do to become stronger in their minds and get their minds to work for them rather than against them. And so this is awesome. It's so fulfilling to see this in people. And then they go out and do great things because I help them waken the genius that's already in them. It's probably gotten clouded over the years. Just turn the light on and help them see their true selves and then to feel brave enough to be their true self and uh, learn how fulfilling life can be when they just let go of these limiting beliefs and just live life authentically and who God made them to be. And it's just so much, uh, it's so freeing and energetic and uh, hopeful when you let God in, lead you and help you see who you really are and give you the power to do anything you want to do. There is a way. And the truth is you really can do those things you want to do. That's amazing. That's great. So do you have like a little, little cup of sugar, a little that you can share? Sure. I'd like to visualize when I started making a vision board with the goals on there and looked at it every day, I thought, that's what I'm going forward. That's what I'm doing. And so now I'm always thinking forward and thinking about what I can do. So I have the visual aid to help me. And another thing that really helped me was saying the positive power statements. Even when learning to ski, I'm like, I can do this. I am safe doing this. I know what to do. And by saying these things, I'm programming my brain to actually do it. And I saw myself succeeding, you know, up that hill uh, as I rode up, you know, and I got there and looked down. I saw myself at the end of the snow covered mountain successfully skiing down it and go, yay, I did it. I did it. 
And so the visualization and verbalization has really helped me succeed. That is a good tip. I don't know if a lot of people really think about actually seeing themselves complete something. You know, they tend to think, oh, I can't, I can't, it's hard, it's scary, I'm traumatized, you know, or whatever our reasons are for not doing something, but to actually visualize ourselves completing it, like you're picturing yourself at the bottom of the mountain, like, I did it. I think that's a great way to kind of trick our minds into thinking, I can do this. Yeah, I just saw it in my head. So I can make this happen. I love that. That's a great tip. Right. Yeah. And it's true. You can do anything that you want to do. It's true. And I would just love to talk to any one of you individually and help you see that and talk to you more. And wherever you're at, I can help you climb to the step higher. Just like I was on that beginner's hill for several years. And I thought, this is good. This is all I need. I won't get hurt here. I know this. I'm comfortable here. And my children all learned that. And then they went up. But I stayed down on that lower level. And it wasn't till I trusted my husband and myself to go up higher. And when I went up higher, I looked around and I saw all the beauty that was up there. And I thought, wow, this is what I was missing. And so I let my husband lead me since he had been there before. He led me down the mountain and I successfully did that. Quite often we as humans, we're afraid to try because we might get hurt. Or maybe we're afraid to succeed. And oh, will people like me? Will they think that I'm better or uh, arrogant, you know? Really, you, you can just be you and be happy with that. And it doesn't matter what they think. This is why hiring a mentor or a, like a piano teacher. And I've also started voice lessons recently. And uh, you can do so much on your own. And that's awesome. But when you hire a professional, someone that's lived that before and done that, you really get uh, the tips and the insights and the uh, the tools that you need to succeed. And that made all the difference hiring those, uh, I was going to say mentors. Yes, I've hired mentors over the years to help me in my personal development. And they really have helped me shift my mindset and my heart set. And then skill set. And being a former elementary school teacher, I know that teaching children how to read, I'm like, I know how to read you just say it like this but I had to break it down to the beginning steps and this is what I do as a mentor I help people start at the beginning and work up from there to build a beautiful dream that they want build a solid foundation and work up from there and it's exciting you don't have to live and play small anymore and be doubtful and limit yourself. Like I can only have this much because that's how I am. No, you really can be more, have more and do more. Mm-hmm. So why not? Yeah. Just do it. Right. I love it. But I think that's great advice that you do have to hire <laughs> someone or work with someone who's kind of done this path already because we only know what we know and we don't know what we don't know and so we have to get Mm -hmm. with someone who knows and can teach us and it doesn't mean 
we're bad or wrong or failure because we didn't know something, we have to mm -hmm. hire or work with people who do, and then we can get to that next level. So I love that you brought that up with mm -hmm. like the ski instructor, voice instructor, mentors, because we tend to think that we're not smart enough if we have to pay someone to teach us, but how else are we going to mm -hmm. learn if somebody doesn't show us how? Mm -hmm. That is so true. And it's worth it. The joy, the confidence, the health. I mean, I released 45 pounds of physical weight through this process of having people mentor me and all these limiting beliefs of emotional weight that I don't know how much that was. <laughs> Forgiving myself was a big key and seeing myself as good at every age. And I was learning and I was doing good. And that was unfair for me to judge myself harshly as I did, especially with what I know now. Seeing myself as bad or not as good as they are when I learned to be my own best friend and my own best cheerleader has shifted everything. Opened up a whole new world to you. And it, it, it really did. Yeah. And it took a lot of mentors. It took uh, a lot of prayers and inner work, uh, the power of God, my determination, going through the struggle. I asked my son last night, what's one of the biggest things that teens are facing? And he said, uh, well, I think that they, they want the comfort, they want the joy, and they don't know how to work hard. And I thought, wow, that's so true. You know, we have the drive throughs to get our food right now. We have the ordering online. You can have it shipped to you. The microwave warms your food. We, we have everything that's so instant, but I think quite often we forget the value in the struggle the value of hard work and keeping at it and being patient with ourselves in the learning of a skill. And it takes time. I mean, when we were babies, we weren't expected to walk right off the bat. And we as, as parents wouldn't scold our children. So why do we scold ourselves when we're learning to crawl and learning to walk and fall and get up? No. We need to encourage ourselves, see ourselves as good and see everybody else as good and then open ourselves to more good because actually we all deserve more good. It's interesting that you said you asked your son what the teenage struggles are with right now. And I really think he has a good point about kind of that hard work because I think I even find that it's so easy with the internet and I could just ask Siri a question or Google something and find <laughs> it. But back when I was a teenager, we had to get a ride to the library or see if a neighbor had encyclopedias or wait for the newspaper to come out to be able to get the latest information. And now it's just right? so easy. It's almost too easy that these kids don't have to work or try or do anything. Everything is kind of there for them. And that's great that he realizes that teenagers nowadays don't know how to work hard because I think we just have too mm -hmm. much, too much to give them. And they don't even have to struggle to get information, let alone anything else. So it builds a better person too, when you go through the struggle. I mean, yes, 
do you want to be stronger? Do you want to be the best version of yourself? Well, I do. And so I go through the struggle so I can get there because actually now I can do more. And I used to be afraid of people hurting me by what they would say. But now I'm not afraid because I know I build my own self up first and always that I'm in charge of my happiness. I know I deserve happiness. I allow myself to be happy. And then I do the things that bring me happiness. I go through the struggle, the hard work. I do the, the mindset every morning, the spiritual work, the, the physical work. I get out and exercise. And now my, my diet is so healthy. I thought I have, I've got big goals. I need the energy to accomplish them. But I actually, I, I care more for my body because I've gotten touch with who I am. I've gotten clear. I've like cleaned up the junk in me, the clutter. And it feels so good to be clean and strong. And it's so worth the struggle. It's worth the money that I've spent for, for mentors, teachers, um, all this to help me learn new skills. And so it's just, it's an awesome journey. And we can just decide to, uh, to embrace it and enjoy it. Absolutely. I love that. I loved how you touched on so many things. You know, you've got your physical and your spiritual and your emotional and your mind. You know, you have all these different aspects and we can't let one go and work on the others. We have to work on all of the things. So I appreciate you pointing that out as mm -hmm. well. I just have so much good to share. I just, <laughs> I would love to speak to everybody or to mentor you one-on-one. -on -one. And if you want to see if it's a right fit for you, I'll give you a, a, a 30 minute free session with me to see if it's something that would help you. And you can contact me at ronaliehaywood at gmail.com. And I will also put that in That's, the podcast notes okay. so that it will be written down for people to click on as well. And it would just, it would just be so much fun for me to help these people, help you, your families, your groups, because so many people are just walking in darkness and doubt and they don't even know what's there like me on that beginner's hill on the mountain i did not know the beauty the majesty the, the fresh air the uh, freedom that was actually up higher on the mountain i could not see it from where i was at and so i help you get up to a higher level of thinking believing and doing so that you can see more and do more and be more. And this is so freeing. I just love it. And I just want to help everybody up there because I love people where I used to be afraid of them, afraid of life. Now I love people. I love my life. I love me. I love God, everybody even more. And it's just so awesome. And, and I just feel so happy and helping people experience that for themselves. I think it's who I was created to be. And it just feels like I'm living my purpose. 
is to help others experience more happiness, peace, and abundance of everything good. Oh, I love that. I think it's great when we find our purpose. It does. It feels like we just want to shout it out and just let everybody know I found my purpose. (laughs) Like, let me help you. And that's a great feeling. So I love your passion and your excitement. So thank you. Thank you for sharing with me today. I really appreciate you for this opportunity and for what you do. Great. I'm glad we could connect. So thank you for sharing. You're still here? Well, then click on the next episode to hear more of Heidi's Lemonade Stand. Also, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Thanks.